Welcome to Beers and Banter. This is a hobby, hobby homies. <laughs> this is a hobby homies podcast nice where team. myself, Fox, and my friend Shane, sup, talk about all things that could be hobby related. Usually they are, uh, but it can. We just kind of drink a few beverages and see where our smooth brains take us. Takes um, us on a wonderful journey. Sometimes, sometimes a journey sometimes. down dark rabbit holes. Sometimes it's a bad trip. <laughs> yeah. Most episodes have been described to us as a bad trip. So, yeah. <laughs> we're your hosts that are going to take you on that trip. Uh, now, now, we can't have a beers and banter without talking about the beverages we are partaking in. So, Shane. Absolutely. What do you got there in front of you? What do you what, what's your poison right now? What have I got in front of me? I have got one of the two remaining cans out of my six-pack from the Bridge Road Brewers, which I picked up uh, up in Beechworth the other week. Um, this one is an outsider lager. Oh, fitting, a lager. Fitting because I, I was an outsider <laughs> when I was when I bought it. So, um, yeah. But also, I, <laughs> also deeply ironic because you're no longer out allowed outsider. <laughs> <laughs> This can's mocking me, I believe. <laughs> I think so, dude. If I were you, I wouldn't take that. I'd drink the shit out of that can. Oh, I am. Don't worry, I am. <laughs> How would you um, describe it to a simpleton like myself? Okay, wow. First first mouthful, nothing nothing really uh, noteworthy. Like, it just <laughs> oh. tastes like a beer. Like, this is the dictionary <laughs> definition of what a beer tastes like. It tastes like... It just tastes like not even a dry. Like, it just tastes like a draft. Interesting. Not even yeah. a lager. A Carlton draft. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Which I so believe wait. is a lager, I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's it, like it, it's nice. It's it's drinkable. Um, it's just it's just not much to write home about really, which is actually kind of disappointing because the rest of these cans were brilliant. Like every, everything was different. There is one more in there, which is like a sour melon, which Ooh. I'm not sure about. Um, I'm, I got to try it. Cause you know, I'll try everything once wink, mm. wink, nudge, nudge, but, um, <laughs> no winks needed dude. That was very okay. on the nose. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm scared for it, but be brutal. Score the bish. Out of five. Two and a half. What'd you say? Two and a half. Uh, I thought you said four and a half. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean you do like a you do like a draft. <laughs> Two I and a half. Like a draft. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cut and draft shit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So two and a half. Which I mean sounds like a garbage score, but it's only a little it's average. That's what it's, you're it's, saying. Yeah, it's perfectly exactly average. 50. Yeah. yeah. As all things should be. Exactly. All yeah. right. So, what are you drinking, dude? Well, I have a... a, a it's a beverage. It's called Hopmosphere. Yep. Which is difficult to say after you've had a few of them because they're 7% alcohol. Jesus Christ. Now, this comes from the Colossal Brewing Company, which I, I, I bought this can. It's a West Coast India Pale Ale. I looked at the art and I was like, it, it has a familiarity about it, but I can't quite figure out what it is. And I put it in the fridge, and where I placed it in the fridge was next to an empty cardboard box of a beverage called Mind Harvest, which is similar yep. art, also from Colossal Brewing. So, I've had their Mind Harvest, which is an East Coast India Pale Ale, sure. so East Coast IPA. 
Yeah. And now I'm having a West Coast IPA, and I just wish I could remember anything about Mind Harvest to be able to compare it to uh, Hopmosphere. <laughs> but okay. I remember, I think, I think I downed Mind Harvest in a night, and I remember thinking, pretty good. But yep. I never purchased it again. So I'll come back to Mind Harvest one day. I just, out of disgust, hit it off my table. But let's, let's, let's uh, come in on Hopmosphere. And the first thing I noticed about this, as I took a big old whiff, is it's just rich with apricot. That was apricot. The, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was so... That's all I could smell. And then after I took a sip, that's all I could taste. So I, yeah. I kind of... I haven't read it yet, but I'm sure it says... I mean, these things are paragraphs, you know, in craft beers. The oh, they're, they're a story. It, it, it's, it's like reading Alice in Wonderland. Here you go. Vibrant aromas of apricot and... That's the first one they mentioned. Apricot yeah. and mango. <laughs> Backed up with a, a classic West Coast malt character. Oh, yeah. Now that they've said that, I could definitely get the uh, malt character. Sure. But <laughs> this, is, this is pretty good, actually. This is... For how strong and potent it is on the uh, alcohol uh, and how strong this apricot, which I don't actually like apricots, yep. um, smell is and taste, it's pretty good. I'd probably give it... I'd probably give it a three and a half. Okay. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I would definitely like... If I went back to this store again, this is the beer I would get from there if they were out of, you know, bolters. So... Yeah, righto. Yeah. Pretty good. Happy with it. Nice, dude. Nice. So... Listen to questions, Shane. Can you play the jingle? Uh, Churchy hasn't delivered with it yet. Ah, can you just sing it? No. Go go on. Go on. I don't know how to, I can't remember how it goes. <laughs> it doesn't go. Listen to questions. Listen to questions. Listen to questions. These are the questions the listeners asked. I think that's it's what terrible, I was saying last it's, time. That's terrible. Well, it's better than what you did, my friends. Have you got, have you got one for us? Yeah, I got one. I got right, one. Serve it up. Um, Hawkers hit me up the other day. Now, he's asked a great question. Um, so, now... Okay. He wants to know. <laughs> you've, you've, it's, a you're adding it's a doozy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which of the Emperor's 18 sons do you have an affinity for? And what is, in your eyes, their greatest moment in 30K slash 40K lore? Or which member of Daddy E's dream team <laughs> is your MVP? <laughs> wow. Oh, it's, it's insane. Like, how does he think of that, right? <laughs> First of all, is there 18 Primarchs? Yeah, there is, yeah. Well, there's actually 20, but two of them are... We don't speak of them. Uh, what? Uh, don't we? Okay. No. <laughs> I don't know. You know You know. I don't know this stuff. This we is don't all, speak uh, of them. <laughs> speak of them, please. We that, don't. <laughs> enlighten, enlighten me. The Inquisitors will show up, dude. Oh, okay. They're I just... Know. I don't know. I, they're just... There's just nothing about them. They're missing their redacted oh, okay. or something. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it's just a, a future-proofing the old uh, storyline. Right, 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 right. Yep. Okay. Right, what a, that? Yeah, I don't really know Primarchs all too well. Like, I loosely know the main ones, you know, like... Uh, uh, Name Girly one. Man. <laughs> Girly Man. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Name two. Um, Name two. Uh, Come on, uh, Lehman Russ. Yeah, okay, cool. Or Russ. Yep. It's just Russ, right? Is it Lehman sure. Russ? Sure. Yeah, it's Russ. I think Russ, it's Lemon Russ. Sanguinius. Yeah. Sanguinius, yep, that's three. Um, and the and the rest. 
and their, and their homies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Magnus, Mortarian, Horus, yeah, yeah. Fulgrim. Yeah, that's right. Angrim. There's heaps. I, I think off the top of my head, like I don't know them all well, but I I believe I like Magnus the best. I just think that the story around them is so interesting, but I can't quite remember why. It's like yeah. they were tricked. <laughs> they were tricked, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, in, in a similar way to the Necrons were tricked into their existence, their current existence, I feel like the Thousand Suns were also. But I'm I don't s- know much Thousand Suns lore, but um, like, uh, like, like they're 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 very cool. Um, yeah, and and Zinch does his uh, he got his ways. So I'd love to know. Yeah, I'd love to learn more about the Thousand Suns. Yeah. Maybe in one of our lore tidbits, one day we'll uh, we'll hit them. I remember knowing. Keep making not... promises, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, man, that's what we do. Making... Promise, over promise, and under deliver, my friend. <laughs> Those are the pillars this podcast was built on. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just can't remember. They got turned to dust, right? And then their souls were bound to their suits. Or I can't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll find out. I used to know because back when I went on my, one of my many kicks. Yeah. <laughs> where I bought Thousand Suns. Um, but now, yeah, I got no idea. Yeah, that's fair. What about that's you, fair. dude? Oh, like, first first inkling is to say Sanguinius just because of Blood of Angels. Course. Of course. Um, but, um, man, it's tough. Like, because I, I kind of like Horace too, even though, you know, he ends up being a bad guy. Um, I yeah. like how he was sort of, you know, tasked as the War Master and, and set on the... Um, the Great Crusades to, to you know, um, bring bring more worlds in under the Imperium banner. Um, and, yeah, like, I just... Oh, th- you can... There's, there's a cool thing about every Primark. That's the thing with, with anything 40K. Like, there's something cool about everything, you know? Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. Even, like, oh, man, even, like, Fulgrim, like, the the orgy that becomes of him turning to chaos, like and you're reading it and like, this is just disgusting, but, but it's a, it's a cool story, you know? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't, it's so, it's so hard to choose. Yeah. Maybe a tie 50, 50 with Sanguinius and Horus. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, as you, as you were saying that, I, I remember, no, I, I don't, I was going to try and elaborate a little bit more on Thousand Suns, but I feel like they were uh, mutating quicker and like they were get slowly getting lost to the warp or, or to chaos or something. No, probably not. But then, it's, yeah, he made a deal. Um, Magnus made a deal with Seench that was yeah. basically like, I guess in a similar fashion where Seench was like, hey, I can stop their mutations. And he was like, yeah, yeah. man, that sounds good. And then it's like, yeah. papa, they're dust now. <laughs> now they're dust, yeah. That's probably completely wrong. And people are just absolutely yelling at me. Finals turning over <laughs> in his dinosaur grave. But um, let us know. Jump in the Discord once again. Tell us how wrong we are. That's how we get most of our listeners coming in there full of rage. Tell Please. us how, how dumb it's we are. It's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's literally been one minute. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to ponder on this question more. I'm not going to say we'll bring new answers next week. We're going to temporarily lock in those, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I'm starting oh, yeah. to dabble a little bit more in the Imperium side of things. It's always been my least favorite part of the 40K universe. <laughs> You're like, too- they're just humans. It's boring. Yeah. Too mainstream for me. <laughs> too mainstream, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little hipster that has all the Xenos armies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
and now I've just I'm trying to f- finish it off with orcs. But yeah, I think I, I remember watching a video once on like exactly what makes up a space marine. I was just like, this sounds retarded. They got what, like seventeen <laughs> stomach. They're like cows. They got like a billion different hearts, and they could spew acid and stuff like that. It's dumb. So <laughs> that, that was a turn off for me. But yeah, I'm starting to come around. So uh, Oliver has the next question. What care routines do we use to get our hair so luscious? Well, <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Oliver, um, because you already know about my moisturizing routine and my other care routines. Smoothmyballs.com slash I'll be Hemmings. <laughs> I use uh, water. What about you, Shane? Water. You use yeah. water. <laughs> yeah, that's how I get my hair so luscious. Natural of oils. <laughs> it works. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 no. No wonder here I say sticky, dude. <laughs> I prefer to be... Uh, I'm a bit of a Spider-Man. I'm kind of a superhero with my stickiness. Nah, that's not a good thing. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. I, <laughs> I just use the old two-in-one, mate, and uh, a bit of uh, ultra-hold wax when my hair's not too long. Yeah, you know what? I was, I was jesting. I also just use the old two-in-one. I don't even know if the one I use has a brand... Um, nah. but it all comes down to the to the wax you yeah. know you get a good yeah. pomade with a bit of a sheen to it that does all the work for you do you use a comb? Uh, I don't own a comb but I do use uh, a hairbrush from time to time maybe like once a month yeah see like I use a comb when I use like gel or wax or whatever oh my goodness yeah I, um, wait, I started seeing like um, one of the blokes at work, he's a barber and um, he's got like a full on like setup at his head, his joint. So he uh, he cuts my hair and he's a wog. Yeah. Okay. So he's got so a comb. He's got many combs. <laughs> <laughs> Does he, are combs like paintbrushes in the way that they got different sizes and everything? Brands yeah, and... they actually are. Like yeah. I'm looking at his, like um, he keeps all his combs in like a, like a pot. With like uh, water in there, but also um, some kind of blue liquid, which I think is like a disinfectant or something. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, anyway, and he's like, bro, he's like, you got to comb your hair, bro. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, no worries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, dude. Just, can I have one of yours? <laughs> wow, what do you think? I'll just get these combs from like the, any dollar store? It doesn't work like that, man. So I'm yeah. going to get a comb. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see how much uh, a cone adds to my volume and luster. Just called a cone. Did I? I might. I think so. <laughs> I might have. I don't know. Pretty confused. I'm confused why we're like so 20 so minutes into an episode, haven't talked anything of you. We're talking beers. Batman, who's the biggest bitch out of us? And, <laughs> and, and hair. And hair. So, so far, so good. Winning. Hey, question. I want to. I think you know very little about the new uh, kill team that's coming out for, you know, from Games Workshop in the 40k universe. Oh man, I know. Fuck all. Besides Krieg, Orcs, and like uh, shovels, that's yep. it. Yeah. Well, I've uh, there's been a lot of new information. You know, they're doing that thing where they sort of like drip feed little articles on Warhammer community about different phases or different yeah. mechanics of the game in the lead up, you know, to sort of just like make that that lull between when they announce it and release it a little bit more bearable. Um, yeah. And just slowly 
add more coal to the flames of the f- hype train, effectively. So, oh, yeah. I've got a little summation for you because there's some pretty exciting stuff, I think. You know, we're big Kill Team lovers. Um, but I think Kill Team to us was a little bit... We didn't play it consistently enough to learn the rules well enough that the games went quick enough. No, they were still taking us a good like hour or two. Um, but yeah. we were frothing them for a while, remember? Like, we were like, why play big yeah. 40k when small 40k is Do fine? The trick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why play many turns when few turns do the trick? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. And I think. I think it's because maybe we played and, and like a game would take us two hours and then we're like, oh, actually, why aren't we then playing full size 40k? <laughs> yeah. If it's taking us two hours, then, you know, let's just add another hour and play full size. Of course, full size takes us much longer than that, but I digress. Mm. One of the big things I'm most excited about this game, this version of Kill Team is, oh, there's a lot. Let's get into it. So, yeah. it's a different system altogether. So, like... 40k kill team has always been sort of like uh 40k a, a smaller basic version of 40k the way the rules are written are very similar some of the rules are either from older editions of 40k or it's basically 40k light yeah but now it looks like they've just thrown everything out and started from the ground up and now it looks like it's a culmination of like war cry Necromunda and even Infinity they've taken like great the best parts of those systems and sort of thrown them all into an, what looks like it's going to be an amazing version of nice. the game nice that, that is that is awesome because we played a few games of Warcry and loved it because they were quick and easy um, yeah. and super intuitive so the fact that this is standing the same is sick yeah so um, it's more like Warcry in the same way that the models' rules in the game are completely different to what they are in the main system of that game. Yeah. So, like, the Warcry models have their own unique rules, special abilities, equipment and stuff, and are completely different to what they are in Sigma, for example. Yeah. This is true for 40k. So, it's like they're designing it instead of just using like 40k as a reference and sort of trying to tweak those rules into Kill Team, they're doing it the other way around. They're going, we have this unit in Kill Team. How can we take the fluff and everything we know about what that un- that those models should be able to do and put that into this game? Yeah. With, with almost no reference, it feels like, from the 40k system. Which I expect means there's going to be more fluff around the armies, which is exciting for someone who has Kroot. And Kroot <laughs> is a Kill Team in this new edition, so... Yeah, I'm excited to see what that looks like. Um, but some of the cool mechanics they've talked about are alternate activations. So, whereas that kind of existed already in Kill Team, it was like, you move all your models, I move all mine, and then we start alternating, which was kind of a weird hybrid system, but there's, yeah. no, there's no more balanced way to do things than pure alternate activations. So, I'm excited they're bringing that in. I don't understand why they would have the movement phase be, you know, not alternating. Like, why yeah. start after the movement phase? That doesn't make sense to me. So, because I'm pretty sure we played a couple of times where we alternated everything. Yeah, we did. Accidentally. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah we didn't understand the rules. That was just the most intuitive way to do it. Yeah, we were like, 
we read i'm sure we read somewhere alternating and we're like sick let's just alternate everything and yeah yeah <laughs> so like, that it shows uh, how well we uh read rules <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and i wonder if that's when kill team because kill team did have a very uh distinctive death for us like we were repping it for ages and then it was just like boom not again Oh, yeah, it was just gone, wasn't it? Yeah, so I wonder if that was it. I wonder if it was like we were doing alternates and then we were like getting confused because how clunky the rules were. It's like, all right, no, 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 no. Everyone moves, then then you do alternate. Yeah, anyways, I don't yeah. know. Can't quite put a finger on it, yeah. but um, it's definitely coming back. So you got alternate activations, rangeless guns. So a lot of guns just flat out don't have a range on them because... Okay you're fighting in small quarters and it's assumed that this particular gun can shoot further than the edge of the table. So it can hit... If you can see it, you can shoot it. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I love that. Um, obviously, things like pistols and maybe shotguns and stuff like that will have ranges. Yeah. But for the guns where they don't need them because it's arbitrary, then yeah, they don't have it. Um, you've also got crits, which is a great mechanic that was in Warcry and makes it super exciting. Yeah. And it... it, it, it crits are like the thing that just swings the tide and makes it so suspenseful because you set things up thinking you can sort of expect how things are going to play out and then your opponent gets a crit and it just flips the game on its head Ooh, uh, yeah. not to the point where it's broken but to the point where it's exciting again because you're like oh now I have to completely recalculate what I thought was going to happen so I love the implementation of crits but there's also critical defenses which is nice so it's like if I roll a crit on you I could get be, be getting some of these wrong, but this is just like me spamming through all these articles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I get a crit on you, you can defend it with uh, a crit defense or you can use two normal defensive saves to cancel out my crit. Okay, yep. So that's cool because you imagine like when guns are flying, maybe I hit you with a, a normal and a crit and you get two saves. Obviously, you use those two saves to cancel my crit, and then you take the normal. So it's it's, it's really interesting. Yeah, that that is very cool. That whole like crit thing kind of makes me think of like Underworlds, like very very like quickly. Like yeah, yep. It's like you know the only way to block a crit is with another crit. I mean, this is with yeah. two normals, but you know it's that it's yeah. that sort of mechanic which I like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And and th- th- that's definitely probably where they took that part of it. You know this. And that's what's great. It looks like they've they've started and gone, we want to make a skirmish game. We want Kill Team to be the universe we do it. Let's build it from the ground up, taking all the good mechanics from all these well-established things and putting them into our game. So instead of being known for being the 40K skirmish game, we become known as the skirmish game that happens to also be set in the 40... Like, you know, standing on the merits of its own mechanics yep. and yep. rules first not needing the 40k to carry to carry the flag yeah exactly yeah which yeah which is it seems like what they're doing because the rules and, and stuff that they've chosen to implement into this system is first of all pretty crazy for games workshop to do this big of a flip on such a well-established system yeah like you're talking about just tearing it's like killing the old world not quite that extreme because but you know that was dying off whereas kill team it's like You've ripped the guts out of the old one, thrown it to the waste, and built this whole new thing. <laughs> yeah, um, I think which, it was needed though, man. Because yeah, I don't know how the scene was doing. I don't like, you know. I mean, we're not we're not in there with everything, nah. but like, 
It certainly died uh, for us. Yeah, so. it did. It really did. Quick, too. Like, it wasn't like it tapered off. It was just, like you said, it was just gone. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it got a little bit weird when they, you know, having to get the Elite's expansion and the Commander's expansion oh, and yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, I get releasing constant content and trying to get an income source for that system to support that system. I get that. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I don't know. This, this Maybe- seems exciting. Maybe they didn't know what they were doing with those two expansions. They're just trying to like, yeah. you know, test the waters and just like just gauge what the community's thinking about these games and the fact that uh, yeah. they mustn't have done too well. Probably try- determined them to make a whole new edition. So there's also that allure of being the com- the, the company that establishes a mechanic or a way things are done. So you try new things and hope you hit because if you do, then it's a thing that's unique to your system. Yeah. But I think this is a much better idea where you're instead taking the best things from all these other games and throwing them into a cohesive rule set. And then your unique spin is your universe and the way you do the weapons and the and the models themselves, you know, not the actual yeah. mechanics. So Yeah. Um another thing is the close combat system is like it's a it's a fight off so it's 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 like sim- simultaneous basically yeah so you roll your hits i roll my hits and then you can assign your hits as actual hits or parries it's like say you oh, get okay. you're the attacker shane you've attacked me you've rolled two yep. hits yep and i've attacked back or, or whatever they're called and i get three successes i can choose to assign all three as damage on you but i think we we'd go one by one so you go you go my first of the two hits will be an actual hit, an attack. Yep. And I go, okay, I'll let that through, but then I'll use mine as an attack as well. Okay. And yep. then you go, well, I'm going to use my second one as a parry. And then I'll go, well, I'll use my last two as hits. You know, so you, yeah. you get the option of how you want to use these successful hits to either block or just take the damage and fight through. But in close combat, there's no saves. Yeah. Which is great. Like, no armor saves. The the things just go through. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, being able to parry, um, that that negates the need for a save. Yeah, exactly. You get the choice. Yeah. Assuming you yeah. roll the, the dice needed. Yeah. So, nice. I like that. That sounds cool. Yeah. I think close combat's going to be brutal. Oh, just yeah. It, absolutely it's kind brutal. of, like, exciting. Like, I... I, I always play shooty armies. I don't really play combat armies, but I kind of like the sound of that. So I might um, mm. might work on one. Hmm. You got some acolyte hybrids there. Oh yeah, dude. Some saws and yeah. stuff, which is going to be interesting. Moving to uh, a point I'll make in a few sec. Uh, multiple actions. So every model has like two actions. Yep. Um, except for things that are like superhuman, like space marines, they have three actions. Of course. Um, so. Similar to like Necromunda or um, a lot of other games, you know, you can do like simple actions that take up one of the actions or more advanced ones that take up two. Yeah. Um, there's obviously a list of different ones like move and charge and whatnot. I'm expecting yeah. move, you know, move is one, attack is one, but charge would be two kind of thing. Yeah. So that's interesting. And I'm guessing like performing actual actions, cost an action, like yeah. for missions and stuff. The the thing that I found most interesting and exciting because it kind of... And this is the final change that was released today. Yeah, to, oh, yesterday now. Yeah, yesterday, sorry. Um, 
they're doing away with points in terms of the way you build your list. Okay, Point. so how do you how do you grade it? I still try to figure it out. So, um, the, basically, it says points are officially a thing of the past in Kill Team. Balance, on the other hand, most certainly is not. So that's great that they made that point following up very closely because you can't have that as the second point in your in your article on this and then completely ignore balance. Like it's obviously yeah. it's obviously something that's important to them, which is good. I don't want them to go down the power level route where it's like, hey, oh, take just an average. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, hey, you can take ten people, and you're like, well, what if I want to take all ten with the good the good stuff? You know. It's like, well, you can. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, like, I hope it's not that. I would. They can't do that no. and claim it to be balanced, you know? Yeah, so, if it weren't competitive, it has to be granular. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't quite know. So, basically, it looks like you select your match roster of up to 20 things. You put all your 20 stuff on it. And then when you actually pick the mission, um, you make these fire teams. Okay. Which is straight out of Infinity, the Infinity Handbook. Um, so, you know, some... Some more elite armies can only have one fire team, uh, but your more haughty ones could have up to two. Yeah. And then you make the fire teams out of the 20 things that you've put on the roster. Um, it tells you... It's got these little breakdowns on the article. So, it says a guardsman fire team can include seven guardsman operatives selected from the following list. You know, trooper, comms, gunner. The gunner can be equipped with X, Y, Z, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um so it kind of says seven uh, models fitted out like this is balanced against maybe my crew that can have up to 10 dudes fitted out like this. So there, there's some level of balance within the, the selections that you can make. Yeah. Um, and we've just at this point got to trust that they've done it well. So you basically have these little... Um, paragraphs that tell you how to build these fire teams which is great because you know in terms of like you building a list you have to think about points you just go okay i can it includes seven guardsmen it's not can or may it does include seven yeah and i can select any seven from the following list cool well these three will be gunners with bayonets and snipers this one's melter this one's start okay that fire team's done um i'm 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 not sure how I feel about this. I'm yeah. intrigued to see it in action, obviously, um, and learn yeah. more about it. But, um, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just from what you've told me now, I don't, I don't see how it works, really. Yeah. you know, without having points. But um, totally, yeah, and I, I, I yeah. kind of understand that as well. Um, it says in the article, generally speaking, the less imposing the operative the more of them you get in a fire team. For example, in one fire team, the Death Guard can take up to three Plague Marines or eight Pox Walkers. So, like, yes, that aspect of it is balanced, but what if what if in here, in the Guardsman fire team, I take all seven with uh, plasma guns? Surely yeah. that's better than seven with... With las guns. With, well, las guns aren't there. Oh, a Guardsman Trooper. So, oh, there are further limitations. So, if your kill team does not include any leaders. All right. So, it's a little bit limited. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you can't just take seven gunners with um, plasma guns like we thought. You can only take up to two or whatever. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's balanced if your opponent takes, like, seven troopers, you know? Yeah. 
and yeah. you take five troopers. So it just means, yeah, it, you, like you said, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see what it looks like. Um, yeah, unless they do it in such a way that like just having a plasma gun doesn't necessarily mean stronger. What if a plasma gun with a bayonet makes you slower, or there's some other implication that you're like, okay, it's more situational instead of strong. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. It, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm just going to have to wait and see, I suppose. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I am excited. Like, if they can do not using points well. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine how easy it's going to be? It's like, hey, this is how you have to build this list for this mission. You have to take XYZ. You're like, cool. Yeah. All right, I'll just pick XYZ out of my 20-man 20, 20 thing. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, what, the last thing is, I can see on this thing, it says archetype security or archetype security so i'm wondering if there's a bunch of different archetypes for each say let's say imperial guard and you go into a mission it says hey for this mission you need to build yourself one security fire team and one infiltration fire team and your opponent does the same yeah you know that would that would be cool oh that's just me guessing um that would be a cool way to do it like to keep the missions like fun and vibrant because then you, you don't actually just have your list, right? You don't have your 10 dudes that you take every single time. No. You have 20 that, depending on the mission, sometimes you can't take old mate Choppy, who's been on two missions. He has to sit on the sidelines for this one, and you have to bleed in some new troopers. I, I kind of like that, being forced to change your roster based on a... It's more thematical, right? Yeah. So, anyway, that's everything we know about Kill Team so far. Wow. There's a lot, to, a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn. Um, I'm keen though. I'm definitely keen. I'm getting one of those boxes. Ooh. Can't stop me. I won't try. Can I have the orcs? Fucking can't you stop want to split me. it? Oh, you, oh, don't do it to me. <laughs> Were you thinking about keeping the orcs? Maybe. <laughs> oh, do it, dude. Nah, man. For sure. Hell yeah, do it. Oh, but we always we always go Harvey's and no, the, no, no, the no, new no, boxes. No. We, don't, we don't have to, dude. I was just taking nah, orcs because I just assumed you weren't gonna. No. But if you're a, if you're a little I'll, bit keen I'll on rock both, yeah, yeah, rock both, man. I got, yeah. I want to, I want to roll crew and nothing else. Yeah, I think I, anything else will distract you. So I'm doing you a favor, dude. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. No more green skin for me. I <laughs> <laughs> already got my hands tied with that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited for us to get. Like I would, if I don't even really care if they mess up the balance a little bit because you and me are just gonna play this like beer hammer style anyways. The Fuck missions enough. are gonna be so dope. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hope there's bulk missions. I hope there's a great campaign system for it. It's set up. Th- what they've leaked so far is just they're they're nailing it, in my yeah. opinion. Oh, so good. I'm excited, man. This is this is gonna be good for us because this is this is kind of what this like you said. This was their main th- our main thing for a while. We were kill team players that also were interested in 40k. You know, fucking nice. Yeah. So if we can get back to this, oh, I just start ripping out bulk games in an Arvo. Oh man. Sign me. Sign me up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, Sweet. I've finished my beers. Yep. My lager is, is done. I'm not <laughs> I'm not tempted to try that uh, sour melon tonight. <laughs> no, maybe next week. <laughs> and, I, and I got work tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that's all right. In mere hours. 
Yeah, True. let's go play an A round with Ollie and then you can hit the A. True. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks all for tuning in. Uh, just in case you're listening to this uh, on release or relatively soon after, we've got a discount code for Miniature Scenery. Oh, yeah, Miniature Scenery, 20%. So, Hobby Homies 20 at checkout. Um, get yourself some sick terrain or paint racks or hobby stations or anything. Yeah. Oh, man, his range is phenomenal. Support a local. Speaking of, uh, if you want to do any hobby shopping at all, please hit up our local stores. They both do online. We've got Guff in Geelong and Werribee, but you can just go to yep. Guff, their web store, because the stores are closed. Or True. throw the dice. Uh, Tricky has recently moved to a new store, and I'd love to, like, if anyone can help him out, like, opening a new store in the middle of COVID, so unlucky, man. He spent yeah. two or three weeks making the move and then lockdown happened and it's another two or three weeks. Like to be a small business, independent hobby store, trying to do that, it's got to be tough. So if anyone oh, can- Oh, it's brutal. Yeah. If you're getting any hobby supplies, go on, throw the dice online, TTD online. Yep. Or is it TT on dice? Facebook too. Yeah. TT dice online, I'm pretty- T- oh. Yeah. TT dice <laughs> online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, shoot a message on Facebook as well. They're, they're, they're all super helpful. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. They can order stuff in as well, or post stuff to you. Um, Hell yeah! They're prop- they've, they're, they've, both stores are constantly getting stuff in. So if you have a question about whether or not they have something, and it's not on their store, yeah, just shoot them a message. Yeah, cool. That's it. Thank Sweet. you so much. I've been Fox. I've been Shane. And you've been listening, surviving, tolerating, and most importantly, surviving. <laughs> 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 Doodles. All right.